Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two <laughs> Files and a Newborn. I'm Walter. I'm Larice. I'm Patrick. I'm spearheading this podcast because Larice is a little under the weather. You have a very weird, like, uh... <laughs> I'm Radio Man. Yeah, you sound like... Mr. Ed. <laughs> because I'm prepared to talk about the World War II 1940s Radio Man. Yeah, like you're about to talk about, like, the World's Fair or That's something. Right, I have to talk about <laughs> Unit 731 from World War II today. Well, no, 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 don't jump ahead. I'm sorry, that's actually the next episode. Yes, today today on the podcast we're doing Season 3, Episodes 9, 10, and 11. And the side, 731, and Revelations. Correct. I love these episodes. That is correct. I'll give you $10 if you can... So before we get into the individual episodes... No, no, that is correct. $10, I get a prize, I get a movie prize. That is correct. This is an SNL actor. The SNL character. correct. Seems yeah. like a yeah, Dana cool. Carvey-ish. Yeah. No, it's Chris Farley from Billy Madison. Oh my god, not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> yeah, when he's like doing the stripping you helping him get uh, I got the same uh, class, That's though. the water boy. Same you can class do as it. SNL. That's right. Well, he, no, that's in every movie. You can do it? Somebody pops up in every movie saying that I line. think it's just like Rob Schneider's catchphrase. Well, it's Rob Schneider, and then a couple times Rob it's... Schneider. Crap, I'm about to do the what's it call it thing... I'm just brain farting. My guy no, from what Boardwalk you Empire. It? You always brain fart. You're a walking brain fart. Boardwalk Empire. Uh, Michael Pitt? Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi does it a couple times. Steve Buscemi does it a couple times. But it's like Michael a, a, Pitt is not a... I think you need to do some mind exercises before I we do these do. podcasts. Let's play, let's, play a, let's play an improv warm-up game. Yes, let's is. do a one-word story <laughs> about the X-Files. Oh. <laughs> Once upon a time. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get one word. So we have three episodes, and what's interesting about these three episodes together well, for me... Well, it's a little me, under the weather, too. I am recovering from something. And he gave it to me. I'm trying to stay focused. And I had a carrot and ginger juice this morning mm. to keep the immunity levels in my body up. I can can I just say that. we're sick? Because I think of this guy that Walt walked back to the club on Saturday night because he made us go hand out flyers. Let's let's paint the picture for the audience. <sighs> yes. Last Saturday night, we went to the comedy club. We didn't think we were going to have an audience Saturday night, so Walt's like, we need to go out I with flyers. Out. Like, Make sure we get, have a crowd. So audience. we go walking in Times Square, and when you walk in Times Square, just all these crazy people just start flocking to Walt. And I am the beacon of light for crazy people. Well, because basically... Um, you know, the four of us, myself, Larice, and Brandon and Brian, two other actors in our show, we were out on a corner just kind of generally handing out flyers, very friendly-like. And Walt, the way Walt hands out flyers is by shaking his butt and doing a, a random assortment of catchphrases. Everybody dance now. So he definitely gets a lot of attention, but it also attracts some weird people. Yeah, the attention isn't always positive. <laughs> so the dude's in your face talking for like 10 minutes, He's drunk. Close very, very close. Like like the bar's about to yeah. close, drunk Irish conversation. I, mean, I, I did actually feel his scruff on my cheek at a couple times. Ooh. Well, I'm pretty sweating, sure he got you sweating, sick, sweating, and then scruff. you got sick, and then it's you got me sick. It's a missed connection. He said he was a bouncer at Scores, which is like the big strip club in town. <laughs> <laughs> That was, you know, that's where you go and spend a hundred. Anyways, he got walked. He got he walked all the way over to the club. He was going to come to our show, but they didn't come to our show. He went to the bar. Yeah. yeah. Well, he went. He went downstairs to use the restroom and ended up talking to all the comics and the staff and basically pissed all of them off until he got kicked out. 
Yeah, he got kicked out apparently during our show. Never made it to our theater. But Never we had a sold out show. show. We had a full show, so we, I, I have convinced we don't have to go on the street and hustle yes. anymore. If you want to be a part of our sold out crowd, you can go That's to right. lmao-nyc.com for tickets. Yeah, we, the last two weekends have just been completely packed, and uh, and and none of it was from street promotions. <laughs> or just check our, or just check our twitters. We always post the ticket links. Oh yeah, Sweet. at Walt Frazier. And we have a, a show we're doing for Comic-Con. Yes. That's right. We're just waiting to pr- officially announce well, it. Well, I, I think I can say that on October 9th at 6 p.m. at the Broadway Comedy Club, 318 West 53rd Street, right here just off of Times Square, very short walk from Javits Center, we are going to be hosting, we're going to be hosting an LMAO improv comedy show co-sponsoring with X-Files News, XFN Productions, mm-hmm. and they're saying that somebody is coming. It's still kind of up in the air. They We're might have some special it. guests that have been officially announced. We might have some special guests from the yet. X-Files universe behind the scenes, on camera. We're not 100% sure, but we're going to have a few guests. Uh, there's a lot of people in town for the big X-Files 2016 reveal at the Comic-Con. And we're going to have a little improv show at 6 o'clock. And then we're going to have a panel discussion and trivia hosted by XFN Productions. X no, we're, they're going to do that. They're going to host. Yeah, they're going to host that. I'm hosting the whole show, but Actually, we're here on the Broadway. The cast on the improv show too is uh, is the three of us that host this podcast. That's right. We'll be there. And then Nathan and Andrew, who host their own soccer podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it's basically all podcasts hosts in the yeah. the uh, the slowly blooming LMAO podcast right. network. And beyond X Files, it's very New York comedy. Comic-Con theme. You know, our yes, show, we're all a bunch of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a good time, and uh, it's going to be a lot of people. We have 150 seats. Come on out. It's $25. Uh, $18 of every ticket is going to a charity, which I think is going to be St. Jude's Hospital. Oh, nice. But I need to get, like, official uh, something so I can actually say that online. But worst case scenario, I'm going to collect all this money and then cut a check for St. Jude's Hospital. So it's going to be a really nice event, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And Larissa and I have professional passes for the New York Comic Con, so find us. We're going to be on the floor Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Of course, we're going to be there Saturday when they're airing the first episode of the 2016 Yeah, we're going to try and get into the X-Files panel. We're going to have to go wait in line pretty early and get a yeah, wristband that's gonna be a and tough try one. to get into the screening. Get your bracelets, right? It's on the main stage, so... Yeah, they're changing the thing, and they're going to clear out the... Show for the main room. stage panels, yeah, they clean, yeah. they clear out the room, so we got to go line up and get yeah. our bracelet, and then go line up for the. So we're gonna spend Saturday lining up. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah. And I'm and I'm missing a funeral for this. So. Are you going to miss your funeral? <laughs> I feel like such a schmuck. It, let me let me just say this funeral was scheduled two months after the yeah. person passed My away. My great 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 aunt has been dead for two months, and <laughs> because other so people wrong. were busy that weekend, we postponed it till October. No, we. We. No, we as a family, a collective we. I'm not I have nothing to do with fingers. it. I'm not naming I was names. ready to go. Not ready to go myself. <laughs> I was ready to go to the funeral. Yeah. I was grieving, and it's just become this stupid, stupid thing. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, people die. You should have a funeral within the week. I mean, it's not Oklahoma for <laughs> the century where, you know, you're running out of ice because it's summer. Oh it's summer God. and we're running out of ice. No, we don't have those issues anymore. We have refrigeration. Oh, but, boy. This um, is getting depressing. <laughs> it, it, yeah, so... So, yeah. point is, he may or may not be coming because he might be going to a funeral. So, speaking of dead people, we have this extra In which case, we give our episode. pass to Patrick for the day. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go. He'll go. That'd be fun. 
uh, Nisai and 731, which is like, mm. what, the fourth or fifth Nisai. official X-Files movie, as I've been calling them? This is the uh, train episode. I call the this the train episode. Yeah. No, it's not the train yet. No? No, well, no Nisai is leading up to the train. She gets, he jumps on the train. Yeah, but at the beginning of the But well, that's episode, the end of the episode. Yeah, the beginning, the beginning starts with men the on the train. train. Yeah. It's, with it's the machine an episode guns. about a train. The men, and the men on the machine guns, and right. they come in the train yeah. car, and they're like... <laughs> but then, like, the whole... The next the next episode is all, like, well, Mulder yeah. on a train, so it's just so, yeah. like... Anyway. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, This is a great episode. Like, now this, like... Japanese diplomat kind of like whips out some kung fu <laughs> yeah, on Mulder. Kicks his ass. And then Mulder recovers very quickly. Uh, oh, yeah. I have to say something. So the, the, they find the guy And then he shoots down. the thing, shoots the trash can. Right. Well, they, just like... But backing up, they, they, they find the guy running out of the shack in Allentown, Pennsylvania, right? <laughs> and I contend that it's the same shack from the 2016... Trailer that was reviewed that was revealed this week. No, I don't because think so. Mulder oh, comes out of the trailer to see Joel McHale. Oh, you didn't watch the trailer? Oh, yes, and Joel McHale's I said it to you. How long is it? There's one a minute, well, the minutes? new one is two minutes. Yeah, there well, there were two that it's aired. It's pretty serious. One that aired during Gotham, one that aired during Minority Report. Yeah, and then the next day there was one big one. Yeah, we had to watch Minority Report. I like that show. We were fans Never of Gotham, been. but I was Love too Gotham. busy fangirling over the trailer mm-hmm. that I couldn't focus on Gotham. I have to rewatch it now. And I had to watch Gotham and Minority Report with commercials so that we could see. And your mom commentary. And my mom talking about Momentary? I'm not into this show. I don't know where I'm going to How's Gotham this yeah. season? I love it. It's all. It's more about the Joker now. It got really dark. So, yeah, it's very dark. Actually, how's Minority Report? It's horrible. I don't love it. <laughs> we don't like it. I don't uh, love it. That's too bad. I really like the movie. You know what's sad? Because Almost Human was all, not almost, almost Human. Was that the one from last year? The what? one about the robot? Yeah. The android guy? Was that Almost Human? Yeah. That sh- they're very similar cinematography, but Almost Human was such a better cast, such a better show. Well, I feel like the concept of Minority Report, like they, ooh, I should silence that. They still do the same thing, like in the movie where they are like, uh, oh, they 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 have precogs and they right. predict who's gonna be murdered, and they have to run and chase them down, right? Well, it's different now. Now the precogs are not in the pool. Yeah, that's and, so weird. And when they're not together, they're not as powerful. And the reason it worked in the movie, and the movie wasn't that great. I so mean, it was, weird. It was good. Like these people floating in a pool. I liked the movie. I enjoyed it. And I, now Tom Cruise is a black lady? Pretty much. <laughs> no, it's, it's a different kind different. Right, different Precog has been ruled illegal, and now the three of them are living as people, but they're kind of separate from society. But the one just can't fight the urge to help. So he goes back and he tries to help people. Oh, by, that's so different. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just like? I feel like it's so, like it's so it's so. I don't know. I feel like it would make for so much like an easier episodical thing yeah. to do if they just set it up like the precogs are working for the police officers, right. and they predict the deaths and then they have to stop it. Yeah, I don't love it. Boy, we got off topic quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about the trailer. I was thinking about putting up the trailer. Well, see who the director of this one is. David Nutter directed Nasai. Who, was, who directed so many X-Files episodes, he just won an Emmy this week for, what? for directing an episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. and the one, the episode that everybody won for, the, the Emmy, is basically from this David Nutter episode. So 
a, yet another series that is being benefited from the X-Files family. Yeah, we really talked at great length on different episodes and on the, pod, on the podcast it's and on the website. I was doing the Game of Thrones while you were doing it. Was even close. So it's closer to mocking Jay. Uh... So yeah, so we have this side. We see this train in the beginning. We get the yeah. And there's blood, Zama, man. It's Dr. bloody. Zama. And there's an alien body. They zip it up. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Zama crazy. leaves. The four guys go in. Oh yeah, Dr. Quick. Zama. I think Quick, it's one of those uh... things. Every time one of these diet scientists succeed, they shoot everybody to cover it up. But I, I have a feeling it's because they finally succeeded. That's why they killed. That was the per- is the body and the body bag the same alien that ends up maybe they actually bring him back whatever different alien that ends up with the train in the next episode because that thing was alive yeah. it was pretty messed up too when they were showing those like camps where they're holding all the hybrids like right. all the reject hybrids and then like oh, yeah, the basically lepers. like yeah shooting them down throwing them in a pit i was like that's fucked that's up intense. yeah it's more nazi you want to it's, it's <laughs> see in american soil like that was horrifying it but you know that's one of the yeah good thing the show's filmed in vancouver yeah not in my America. Fucking Canadians. Not my America. America. That, well, because then... Wait, why why was Mulder on that boat? On the boat? In oh, the, the side. boat. So, in the <laughs> Like, he's, bag, he's snooping around that boat, and all the guys with the guns come into that, too. Well, Dr. Zama's bag had these satellite photos of a boat traveling from the Pacific through the Panama Canal up through Norfolk. So, he ends up in Norfolk, and it's near the naval yards. He's going. He sneaks onto the boat. The boat recovered the alien spacecraft that's in the, the big bunker or whatever that is, the big boat house that is being converted into this pseudoscience research center for this thing. And hypothetically, the thing. alien on the train in the next episode came from that spaceship. Either mm-hmm. crash landed, they don't get a lot of details oh. there. But he sees, he doesn't see the ship, but he sees this thing being worked on by people in hazmat suits. And it has the fake... But uh, videotape that he showed Scully in the beginning. It's not a yeah. fake videotape. Well, it's a real video. No, it, yeah, it is. But, but um, it, he like bought it from the like yeah. not the internet, but he like bought it from some weird thing where it's like you can buy these videos. But they really milked the joke of getting twenty nine ninety nine. There's another one though where yes. he sees a fake. I feel like there's another one coming up where there's the fake one. There is a fake one coming up. Okay, I'm getting this confused. Yeah, that's season four, I think. No, that's 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 coming up, right? End of four, end of five. Scully, Scully spends most of this episode talking to the weird, like, like all the people, right? All, all the, the people, all the other people on. that were abducted just like her. Yeah, the women with the... Oh, we finally meet, is it Betsy the, or Betty that has the cancer? Uh, Betsy. Betsy yeah. has cancer. But Betsy is the first one, and then they all have, yeah, they all had the implants. Right. They all were abducted, but it's unclear where they recognize her from. Right. They just say, we know you, you're one of us. Right. And they see her face. So maybe it's just like a flashback because you see all these flashbacks that she's having to when she was abducted. Mm-hmm. But we never come back to Betsy yet, right? That happens later. Yeah, that happens season four. We don't. We, we don't see her again. We're actually deal with her passing. Oh, good. Yeah. Can't Yay. wait. Very interesting. But that boat. <laughs> but the fucking boat. Does it seem like it's not that big of a Mulder's boat? still on No, a boat. it just really made me laugh. Like. When all the guards, all the guards are coming in, you're yeah. like, "How's he gonna escape?" And all of a sudden, just a quick shot of Mulder going, "Shoo!" Just right. diving into the water. Oh. <laughs> this is 
super Not only do they make him run and chase people and get karate chop, you're jumping in the water. Yeah, oh, that he gets, looks like nasty water, too. Gets butt kicked by that dude. Yeah. Kicks the gun out of his hand, and he pulls another gun out. How many He's guns does he have on him? I guess at some point he lost his gun, so he started carrying another gun. He referenced it, but I didn't really get the reference. He lost his gun on some other episode or something. He's and then Skinner no has to show up at his apartment and keep him in line. Every time he gets yep. too close to yeah. something, it's like, you're too close, Agent Mulder. Like, Skin every fucking really time. This is like, the problem with two-parters. Yeah. Wait, who's Skin Man? Skinner. Skinner. Oh, Skin. I thought it was a different person. Uh, here's the other problem I have with this show. Why do they not give these fucking characters names? Like, the guy that looks like Christopher <laughs> Walken, what is his character's name? Christopher like the assassin red-haired dude? Red-haired man. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> red these characters name? Red? And he kept playing No, with it his wasn't hair. red at all. He kept playing with his hair. Like, well oh. manicured hair, red man. Well manicured man. Well manicured man. Cigarette smoking. Cigarette smoking man one. Cigarette smoking man two. Cancer man. What What is wrong with these writers? Fucking give these characters names. <laughs> Mr. X. And you know what? Robert Edo had two They're names. supposed to be the shadow government characters. Mm-hmm. Not, not okay. supposed to know who they are. Well, well um, I want to fucking <laughs> know their names so I can at least write them down. I'm taking notes. <laughs> I'm feeling a crazy person. I called him, in my notes, I kept calling him walking looking motherfucker. Walking yeah. looking Hey, we get the Senator Richard Matheson again, of course, named after the famous oh, sci-fi writer. That's was, true. Was this the episode that um, X pops up in, or is it the beginning of the next one? The very end of this one. The very the end, because he, he, tra- he tells her to call Mulder and yeah. tell him not to get on the train. Right. And she's saying, don't get on the train. I can't. Let it go. I can't. Don't get on the train. Jump. Whatever, they're, the whatever train. they're doing. Oh, yeah. That was really funny, too. Whatever they're doing with that character, though, like every time he comes on the screen, I just can't help but get excited. X. Yeah. yeah. He's cool. He's like X to see. Mr. And X. Agent Pendrel. Oh, we yeah. we meet Agent Pendrel. Oh yeah, Pendrel. Who has a Pendrel? Who has a little crush on Scully? Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> la, la. Ooh la, la. We haven't Aww. seen the. He says something about the chip being uh what the data on the chip originally being used for like video games and apps. Right. In the apps. beginning, yeah, apps. apps. They didn't have he apps yet. He mentioned apps. Well, they're not apps like on a phone yet. They're no. apps short for applications. Yeah. You know? So apps is not necessarily a new term in the tech geek guru world. They're apps down at Chili's. That's Get right. some mozzarella sticks. Mm. Mm, half price. I want my baby time. back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Chili's. Barbecue. Mm. Uh, this apparently point. won two Emmy Awards. This episode, really? Mm-hmm. Who won? Mm-hmm. For outstanding sound editing <laughs> and outstanding sound mixing. Oh, wow. <laughs> well. So apparently, Chris Carter originally wanted this to be a standalone episode relating to Japanese internment camps. World yeah, World I don't think camps. that part of the episode was strong enough to float on its own. No, well, well, the original idea might have been, but they decided to make it a mythology thing tied into the alien thing. And brought it back together, but Frank Spotnitz sort of rewrote it as a standalone aside. That's probably a better idea for them. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they have half an idea, just like make it a mythology episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Make it uh, something they can develop the overarching part for. I bet there's. I bet if I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but I bet some of the more half-brained monster of the week premises probably could have been fleshed out right. with like a myth, more mythology stuff. So do we move into part two? Seven three one now. Part two. Yes. So apparently I mean, I guess we kind of have been anywhere. R. W. Goodwin was saying it's going to be really hard to film on a train, so they spread out 
the filming, just because they had so much trouble filming the train scenes. Oh, we and had that explosion too. And they added yeah. all this stuff and turned it into That was hot. Yeah. Thing blew this up. one was so. This episode was real good. This is intense. We didn't rate the last one. Oh, we got to know another two-parter kind of thing, right? You got to rate them together, or are we doing? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The people want to know. All the, all the, all the. <laughs> X Files Wikipedia Fans. people want to know our ratings. So he, when he jumps on the train, that's when he loses his cell phone, right? Something goes flying he, away. He loses the cell phone. Something he's, goes falling off of he's him. He's talking to her on the cell phone like he's going to try to jump. Like you can't drive and talk on your cell phone. You really shouldn't jump on a train while talking on a cell phone. Yeah, I did. I did make a note of that too. It's like it's like wow, they're like really using a lot of cell phones in these episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this cell phone, of course, looks like a whole walkie-talkie. It's massive. It goes. Yeah. It goes bloop. And it's got a big antenna. Don't get on the train. Mm-mm. Let but it it's go. Like if there weren't for cell phones, how would Mulder and Scully talk at all? all right. They wouldn't. So they're back in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, no, 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 that's not West Virginia. In Where was the train, though? It, picked, it, it, it originated in West Virginia. God damn it. And, which was pretty close to the internment campus, right? Oh, see, now I'm not getting internet to get my notes to the next page. Crappers. Yeah, my <laughs> my phone just started updating. <laughs> so now I can't get my notes they showed that. Well, this is, they showed the military you're on, you're men <laughs> killing the lepers, the alien hybrid, or some group of people, whatever they were. But it was still a little bit unclear what they were. They were, like, homeless people right. they were experimenting on. Oh, here we go. And they were all underground hiding. Like, what were they doing? When she went down and she stumbled on these. Well, you saw at the very beginning of the episode. And how did she find them? What was she looking for? Well, she went there. The truth. (laughs) That's right. It's still out there. Uh, That company. that trailer. The company that runs that. I forget where she gets the tip. Oh, no. It's the company from the chip. That's okay. Yeah, so Pendrel gets the company name off the chip and they trace the company to that property. Right. So she goes to that property looking for the people that made the chip in her neck. And she finds these dudes in a bunker. She finds the dudes in a bunker. But earlier on, you saw them hiding when they collected all the other yeah. dudes. Yeah, yeah. So they are, people are just trying to survive. Every time the army comes, we see the one guy in the beginning, and then there's a bunch of Why don't they just leave? Um, they, well, they're lepers. They, they are deformed, and they don't have a place in society. Yeah. And so they're afraid to leave. They're afraid to be seen by anybody. They're probably assuming that if they go in public, they're going to be shot anyway. Do we need to pause and move so we can get notes and stuff? Oh, I'm good to go. I'm no, good. I can keep going. I will say there's a really interesting, the guy who is the main leper, <laughs> leper number one, uh, who actually has a name. They gave him a name, Escalante. I don't, did we ever get they his name? Him a name? They, they gave him a name. Escalante. They give random characters names and then these big important shadowy Shadow figures, figures just get no name. No right. Name. Who does he play in Falling Skies? A pope. He was a bad guy in That's that. That's true. He's not a nice guy. Not a nice guy. Jerk off. But he became part of the fifth, second mass for a few seasons. And, he did, uh, but he was always a problem. The beginning in the first season, last season, he was kind of the antagonist. Who's the actor that plays the uh, the red-haired man? Oh, he's still named Stephen McCaddy. He is awesome. Yeah. In this episode, bet a lot of this budget went into blowing up that train. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like the most expensive part. Like mm-hmm. that's why they do all these that CGI explosions boom. lately. Like, when they blow stuff, when any TV show or movie blows stuff up, I just think, like, oh, that must have been very expensive. That was real. That was no <laughs> CGI. I think they blew that shit up. What was the meaning behind the title? I think I missed that. Uh, 731 was the unit. They mentioned 731 
in the sign in the first episode. They said this Unit 731, a Japanese research program during World War II, Nasai, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh. Unit 31 was a real Japanese research program in history, and, and that was the inspiration for all this. Uh. So it's, you know. 731, a real Japanese chemical biological mm-hmm. army unit that performed horrific experiments on Chinese civilians during World War II. Great. Which forms a central aspect mm. to the plot. They are saying about this episode, Rob Bowman's work on this episode is the reason, as director, yes, is the reason he got the movie job. This yeah. episode was very well directed. I, yeah. I can see that. Very tight. And again, going back to R.W. Goodwin saying, this train episode is going to be a bitch and a half. And <laughs> Pat's pleading with the phone. For, for the notes. listeners, my phone decided to update itself, like, basically this entire episode. And I know it's done. Nope. Because we basically or tape this live. It's like it's like Letterman or one of those. We're it's supposed to be improvising, live and, then and you hear it later. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have anything bad to say about it's this. It's gonna episode. be edited down. I liked it. The the bomb going off, the code that he got from mm-hmm. the video. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That little suspense, some suspense in there in the very end. Yeah, like if she fucked up that last number, he would have blown up. Right. Yeah, and he did get hurt. At the very end, because they said he went to the hospital. And oh, he was yeah. all boomed up, banged up. Well, I think they said they he never saw X. They found him in this town. Oh, Somebody yeah, Somebody called right. and said, come get Mulder. Then this that's random right. call. So X saves him, drops him off somewhere, and they go find him. So it's this. there's a lot going on in this episode. And she summoned X mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But how, why would you summon X at that point? Because the bomb's going off in a half an hour. If you summon X at that point, like how how is he going to find him in a half an hour, right? They X already knew where he was. X was already going to get him. It was a like a futile exercise at that point, putting tape on a window. You just have to get a razor and take it off. I don't, I don't know. know I'm so angry about no that. matter what you tell Mulder <laughs> to do, he will do the opposite of. Right. So she should just tell him to do whatever she doesn't want him to do even in this time period like you know now i think like oh the train would obviously like be tracked by some point but like even at this point it couldn't be that hard to track down where the train car is if they knew what train it was Mm -hmm. and like where it was coming from and where it was going to you just follow the track (laughs) yeah satellite now there's drones and we're back and that's kind of what (laughs) Mulder was saying if what's on this car is actually on this car um because I, I think we don't see it. We saw something. Well, no, no. What, we don't see him being the alien or whatever it is being saved. But I think X got the alien off, too. He got Mulder off. He got the alien Ooh. off. I, I think... He got Mulder off? He got Mulder off. Ooh, That's baby. Right. And the alien. Yeah, the I, on. I think I've got my notes back. And I mm. think I've, we've covered most everything I was going to say anyway. But I did want to mention the unsung hero of this episode being that fucking... Uh, Train, uh, like the guy that was working on the train. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Michael Putonin as the conductor. Is that is he actually the conductor? He's just kind of like the dude working in the... They call him the conductor. Okay, but, yeah. yeah. I wrote it down as a conductor, but I was like, wait, he's not, the, he's not conducting the train. He's right. just... He just kind of one works and working, wanders working and it. What do they call Walter it? Gave him like the gun. an airline stewardess. Like, what would be on a train? 
The guy that comes. I guess they're all just conductors, right? Yeah, they come around and check your tickets to make sure. They're conducting business. Anyway, that guy, he was so sweet. The engineer is the guy who drives the train. (laughs) Okay. And Mulder gave him a gun without any bullets in it. Great. Oh yeah, here you go. Here's a gun without any bullets. You ever hold a gun? Okay, here, take mine. It's not loaded. (laughs) But he does a good bluff. The red-haired man doesn't fall for it because a real G-man will understand. Like he'll see the gun, he'll be able to tell it's not loaded. I mean, we, we've seen that in other spy He's not loaded. The way it's held, it's too light. They can tell. Uh, well, just by looking at it. But, yeah, it's funny. We have another person without a name, Don S. Williams, as first elder. And uh, that, that's got to be, like, my least favorite of all the Let's, group. Was the group? Yeah, that. Okay, yeah. I know you're yeah, talking about. The, big the syndicate? The syndicate, yeah. You don't like him? So, I, I've never liked him. And not not like dislike him as an actor. Like the character is one of the most disliked. This is like the only time we ever see him do we anything. We don't like him. In, in all the other episodes, he's like Mulder. You look who's there. Do you see who's at the Senate hearings? He's kind of a buzzkill. Yeah. He's not cool like the well manicured mm-hmm. man. Well manicured man's really cool, and the smoky man's all scary and evil. Right. He's just kind of. Mulder is a problem. In the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I can't do a good impression of it. Yeah. Mulder. I can't do that. And then when I try to do Deep Throat, it sounds like... <laughs> Deep Throat? Jimmy Snow. It sounds like Jimmy Snow. No. Oh, the death of Deep Throat. <laughs> okay, now it sounds like you're actually Deep Throating. That's what I was trying to do. That was, uh, my, that was okay. my bad impression. No, he's thing. like, Mr. Mulder. Mr. Mulder. And now I sound like Jimmy Stewart every time I do it. Mr. Mulder. I can't do it. Oh, I only have it. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Jimmy Stewart. What They're really decorated now. You sounded like an animal. The first elder melting. Of all the characters. He's like, yeah. For the listener, Walt is <laughs> melting into an animal. What yeah. the fuck? He turned to him he's like, yeah, yeah. I'll go back to my deep throat impersonation. It's much more, <laughs> much more, much better. Much more practice at that. So what are we giving these? Are we going to rate these? I I like it. Two-part series. This two-part episode. Mm-hmm. you got to have that mid-season mythology. I'm going to give them combined eight and a half. I'm calling the Cyan 8, 731, a 9. For some reason, a lot of this is in context to someone who's seen a lot of these episodes quite often. These mythology episodes. Mm. And for some reason, the first part of this, the side, does not stand up over time, like the 10th, 11th, 12th time watching it as much. Like, I wasn't captivated. The second part of it, as yeah, much as... Yeah, 731 felt Endgame a lot stronger. Colony, 731. Because he actually gets on the train and it's exciting. It's like, yeah. oh, he's on the train. Something, oh, but something's up, train's so going to blow up. More, oh my God, you know. So you it know. wasn't like the Anasazi arc. Right, as, like that one really... Well, a lot of shit me. went down on that. Right. had a lot of shit go down. A lot of shit. A lot of shit going down. So, I'm yeah. going to give it an and, eight. And the whole, like you were saying with Anasazi, the whole ship sequence was kind of <laughs> ridiculous. There's like a whole, him being kicked, his ass being kicked is kind of cool, but it, no, he summer. didn't really. He recovered too, like way too quickly from that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this guy did some serious kung fu on him, and he's right, just right. like, Shh, let me shoot the trash can. Um, oh, I'm the reason g- he really got hurt in the train, the guy kicked his head. We do that. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah, I would uh, the whole arc an eight because mm-hmm. I would give the train one a seven three one a nine and a size seven. So transitioning to this next episode, I want to sum up the last two as a way to introduce this third episode, Revelations. 
I believe the entire purpose of the last two episodes over for the whole arc of the seven seasons, uh, we'll talk about eight and nine someday, but you know, the arc of the Mulder-Scully relationship was to set back Scully's belief in aliens. She was getting too close that the tension of the believer and the non-believer was being eroded. So this episode showed Scully something. Uh, the conspiracy theory, you can have whatever you want about it, so that it makes her have this difficulty in believing that it is aliens. She was shown an alternative possibility, an alternative truth that she has accepted, that it's science, it's blah, 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 which leads up to, and you know, Mulder saying, how, how can you not believe after everything you've seen, which is something we hear all the time between those two. Yeah. Flip that into Revelations, now here is someone brought up Catholic who has drifted from her faith, but all of a sudden is seeing things that is making her say, Oh my God! Every Literally. time this show deals with Literally. religious oh stuff, oh my God! Though. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. She has a whole compilation YouTube video of her. Saying, Mulder's oh my always God. the skeptic, and she's right. always like, "Oh, right. oh, oh." Mulder's always like 100% into supernatural, unless it has anything to do with religion. Right. Yeah, and that's when that script gets flipped. Right. And yeah, I think it, it saves just, it a little bit. And this is one of my favorite standalone. This is another David Nutter episode. Another it's his ever last, Emmy Award winner, David Nutter. It's his Nutter. last episode. It this would last? be his last episode. Oh. Last episode directed by David Nutter. Mm. Poor Nutter Butter. Written by Kim Newton. And he starts out by making a child a stigmata. That's right. Goofs, the thermometer they use to take Kevin's temperature orally has a red tip, meaning it's a rectal thermometer. That's good to know. I hope it wasn't used. <laughs> I did. I wore stick ass to mouth for a little 10 year old. Oh, I did no. notice that. <laughs> oh. Ass to mouth. How about Arlie Ermy at the beginning there is the Reverend Patrick Findlay, everyone's favorite drill sergeant. Hmm? The, the guy at the beginning, <laughs> the, the preacher at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who plays? He was an actual real army drill sergeant, and they got him for what was it Hamburger Hill or no Full Metal Jacket, right? Like Hamburger, Hamburger, Hamburger Helper. <laughs> Hamburger Helper. That's no, one of those generic <coughs> Vietnam movies. Now we got a lot going on. So we got this kid, Kevin Zagers, is Kevin Kreider, who is a Kids real my age, by the way. Huh? That kid is he's, oh, a, he's a year older than me. So oh, wow. when this episode aired, that's basically how old I was. Oh, and no. he works all the time. He's been in a lot. Oh, of I don't stuff. know. I just that's, that's all I wrote he's about in the that Air kid. Bud, in the Air Bud. <laughs> well, yeah, when he was a kid, he was in all the Air Bud movies. Yeah, were you watching Air Bud around that time? I mean, I was aware of their existence. <laughs> Air Bud would have been like one of those cheesy summer camp movies we would watch if it was raining outside, and we would go inside and watch a VHS of something. <laughs> Any, anything like sports related was right up the alley, like family friendly sports related, like the Air Bud movies, mm-hmm. the Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> oh, that was such a good movie. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, this. And then he starts. He starts the first time that the kid's hand starts bleeding. <laughs> At first, I thought it was like the teacher <laughs> doing it to him because he's writing the wrong number on the board. He's oh. like he's like writing a, a zero right, when he's supposed right, to write right. a seven. Oh, yeah, and then Mulder just, like, eats the blood in the beginning. Yeah, he just assumes just, like, it's fake. Like, that's not the that's first ketchup. time. He tends to, like, dip his fingers and eat yeah, It's really sugary. <laughs> he does that. He just doesn't even care. He just tastes stuff. They don't use Heinz for fake blood, I guess. 
he had a pretty uh, he had a pretty pretty smooth line when he comes into the autopsy with with uh, Scully and just goes any revelations. It's a good mm. plug for the title mm. of the episode. Yeah, we laughed at that. Oh, the bodyguard, well, like the keeper guy, he's from Cuckoo's Nest. He's worked a lot too. The guy with the crazy look, Jarvis. There isn't mm. that the guy from Goonies. As well? I don't know. Okay, so Maybe. Not do your, your research. That's how, like, a very Michael unique Barrington. look could get you a lot of work, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably one of the, the... He's been in so many things. He looks like a vampire. <laughs> it's headshot. Here's something I'm not sure about. Um, how's the boy uh, cloning himself? <laughs> oh, well, that's St. Ignatius. They say there's something from St. Ignatius in the Bible where the, they... The same nations could be in more than one place at a time. So he, for astral projection or whatever it is, somehow he's able to save himself by making it look like he's over there. And whether he was actually over there or not, or just an illusion, the angels are protecting this kid. Um, Interesting. Yeah, Michael Berryman <laughs> is the, the guy who plays Jarvis. And he was in The Crow. He, he plays a lot of, oh, weird science. He was one of the motorcycle guys that rolls into the party and shoots up the house. Oh. You ever see that movie? Oh my. He was yes. in Guyver. You ever see Guyver with my, uh, Luke Skywalker is in that movie, Mark Hamill as a reporter, but a uh, another science fiction kind of manga kind of a thing. The Hills Have Eyes. He was one of the uh, uh, cannibals, inbred cannibals. So in like we said, the interesting, weird looking guy in every yeah. movie. <laughs> but he wasn't a bad guy, it turned out. Nope. I, I think they like to do that on purpose on this mm-hmm. show. Like, Make the bad guy seem... Oh, the bad, the, the real guy. bad guy from this episode is the bad guy in Twin Peaks, right? Yeah, they got him. They got him. They got him. No need to reboot that series, that David was Lynch. No, but he wasn't oh, it's the happening. guy from Goonies. That was yeah, somebody it's else. happening. <laughs> huh. That's another look weird-looking dude. Oh, that, yeah, he would have a bigger head. Never mind. So this guy, the guy who's hunting... Kevin. You have a unique look. Yeah. He's very strong. Very strong. He Is pushed that woman out. He, he got that the, the mother, he pushed her down, and she was out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's more than strong. He's emanating heat from his hands. That is, uh, And he p- keeps pretending to be the demon. Uh, i got to look up the name real quick. But I think he's more than just a, a crazy dude that went to Jerusalem and said, i got to kill religious fakes or whatever, I think he's an actual demon possession type of thing. That Certainly had no time. problem getting hit by a car. Oh, yeah, he was fine. He <laughs> <got right laughs> up. It's like the Terminator. Maybe he is a Terminator. <gasps> Do we even consider that? Not until season eight. Season eight when we get our, our good mm. friend from Terminator 2. That's right. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Robert Patrick? Yes. Oh, yeah, doesn't become a regular? He replaced Smolder. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Uh huh. But I thought the kid was well cast. I know creepy kid. Kids. And he's a good actor. He's done, again, he's one it of wasn't the a creepy child kid. actors. He was a good kid. It wasn't a creepy kid. Right. It wasn't anything creepy. If he was a creepy kid, oh, you'd be hearing me complain about it. Creepy mm. kid. Scully's such a good mommy to all these like random kids that come in the show. She has her maternal instinct there, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad considering what happens later. Oh, I don't want to know. We won't spoil that. Don't spoil that. But yeah, anytime there's a child abduction, 
Mulder takes that to heart. Mm-hmm. They just got it perfectly all set up. Anything religion, he stays away. But then child abduction, he's paying attention. Yeah. Because what? of their shattered pasts. Yeah, there's both of these characters have a lot of bringing up their past to deal with this particular case. I think the line of this episode was, uh, "You never draw my bath." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that too. I was laughing at that one. And where is the final climactic scene taking place? Is it like a dump? It is a recycling center. Uh, yeah, because there's just like a machine that dices up newspapers. He got diced. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like newspapers all over the place. I was like, I feel like... TV, like, I've never actually been to a dump or recycling center like that. That's an exciting way to kill the bad guy. I just feel like they have to be way more organized than that. Mm-hmm. There's just like newspapers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if a it's a recycling stack of newspapers center. that almost falls on her, like it's a big cube of newspapers. It's yeah. A bunch of recyclables that falls on top of her. So that's a, that's a horrible way to go, too. That's got to suck, yeah. yeah. Bus worse, probably worse to be grinded up like a meat grinder. I but, guess. Uh, Either way, it's going to suck. Yeah. That kid could have gotten chopped up, too. It was close. If he, didn't, if he didn't save himself by crapping onto the edge. That's right. <laughs> Way to go, Scully. Yeah, good job. Well, did he save himself she or was it much divine than intervention? No, well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe he walked on water. Maybe his purpose was to show Scully the way. And send her to confession, that's not right. to confess. <laughs> Are you here to confess? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes to confession. I got nothing to confess. And he says, "Are you here to confess?" She it's says, like the "No." Trump of FBI. I got, I'm never gonna say sorry. Yeah, I keep wanting to not like the religious episodes of the show, but they keep ending up being not so bad. Yeah. They're not bad. I think all religious episodes here are on the level of Omen and some of the great religious sci-fi type movies out there, thrillers. This is an ongoing theme in Scully's Mm storyline. And at some point, she really struggles with her faith. Yeah. And strays from her faith because of what happens to her. Mm, and then she's forced to confront it and I believe in the new series I've heard some spoilers this was this will reappear mm-hmm. this struggle dun, dun, dun. and the tension between her and Mulder on different differentiating mm-hmm. on uh, having different views on the, the religious aspect of the supernatural you mentioned the conversation you know had we not given William up for adoption and we had Walter you're here Walter you're spoiling it well, yeah, he'll figure it out. I'm not listening. No. I'm not He's not adoption, and I'm we had to raise him. I want to raise him Catholic. You want to raise him ancient alien. But he I'm didn't. Not listening. Did, why would they? They don't even know where he was. Well, I'm saying they, they, it's the hypothetical conversation. It's like the crumbs in the butter. It becomes. I the really don't think that's it. I don't even think they're going to even give us well, that much of an married, explanation. Right? They're living in sin in the second. Why are you rooting for I'm Patrick? Just not yeah. listening. We're up to 50 minutes here. Wow, well, there's so much to it's talk okay. about. It's okay, it's a good 20 minutes. This is going to be edited yeah. out. Yeah, so check out TheCovenantX.com. Oh my gosh, we didn't even rate the episode. Oh, I'm burping. sorry. I give this one an 8. Really? This is one of my favorite standalones. Really <laughs> you like say it. that about every fucking standalone. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I give this a 10. I've given out some 3s and 5s. Uh, yeah, like space. Fearful mm-hmm. <laughs> symmetry. Good boy. Ugh. Okay, so I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this like a seven, maybe a six, a six point five. It's it's good, but it's not. This isn't this isn't irresistible. 
this isn't Modell. Or... I think Irresistible at nine or a ten. I that's what I'm saying. It's not. That's why I gave it an eight. For me, though, I like this more than I like this episode me, better than this song. It I has think. to be squeeze or two. It has to be to get an eight. And you need to like mm. it has to be a really good monster episode. You gotta be a good squeeze. You gotta be a good squeeze. Mm. Gotta squeeze in the vents. And it was a monster. He's like a demon. Yeah. He's possessed. Yeah, it's not as exciting though. It's not as exciting to me. Oh, it's scary. And you have Owen throwing himself out of a window to save the kid. Still, is not as exciting. No, no. There's there's some there's some interesting episodes. Pushers coming up. Mm. You cannot if you put it up next to Pusher. Is that this season or next season? It's coming up. Cerulean Blue is next season, right? I think it's this season. It's coming. Are they up. both this season? No. No, we're we're really babbling now. Patrick, you've already Patrick, spoiled. Patrick, what do you think about this episode? La, la. I'll give it a six. Oh my god. Wow. Well, that's our episode. <laughs> wow. Wow, Walt really peaked on that. Oh, oh my sorry. god! At least you're finally waking up. I might have peed my pants. Great, now that the episode's done. I haven't done. had any coffee yet. Well, if you're still with us, definitely go to Decomiacs.com and keep out, keep watching for our keep October out. 9th Go to Decomiacs.com. Follow yeah, October 9th at 6 p.m. And you can go to uh, NewYorkImprovTheater.com and find out about it, too. That's going to be about the improv side of things. We're going to have some fun. So... I'm Walter at Walt Fraser on Twitter. I'm at Larice F on Twitter. And I'm Patrick at the Pat Reedy. And October seventh, sessions at Willow Grove. See David Duchovny in concert in Virginia. Why are you plugging different thing? We're stopping. Bye bye. Bye.